Welcome to Sister Hack mini-episodes. Join with Hannah and Rachel as they continue to dive in, asking questions, providing life hacks, and allowing for a little bit of laughter as we continue to navigate our crazy lives. Mini-sode time. Here we are. Here we are. I would say even though we missed our March mini-sode and episode, we've been doing pretty well with the mini-sodes on the whole. We've had many a mini-sode, and by that I mean three, and we are loving them. We hope you guys are too. I'm Rachel, as a reminder. And I'm Hannah. And we are the hosts of this podcast, and just wanted to say thank you so much for listening. It's super fun for us. We're sisters, and just to connect with you guys in this way. And yeah, thank you. Starting it off with a thank you, with a grateful heart. A gracious spring heart. That's that's where I'm at. Speaking of spring, spring break, you and I were together recently. Um, you want to talk a little bit about what it's like to hang out with a family of six and be the aunt? Yes. I In my head, I am the au pair of the Meineke family, and I'm not um, compensated in any direct capacity, but Hannah did actually con- contribute to the financial end of my visit with the hope that I would um, just be a helping hand. And that, you know, I do with it with a gracious heart as well, because I love Hannah's kids, Hannah and Zach's kids, like way a lot. Anyone who knows me knows this. And so, yes, we were together. It was awesome. Um, What do you think? I think you are such a big help. And it is, is, you did let Zach and I have a couple dates together, which was awesome, but also just to have an extra set of hands through Mm -hmm. the time, um, you know, at the beach and like in the, in the Airbnb and you love to discipline them too, which is, I was realized I was going to bring that up. I I do discipline. I hope that's not crossing a boundary or a lot, but, um, there was this one, (laughs) there was this one night Hannah and Zach went out to dinner and, um, her two oldest were sitting on the couch They're five and almost four Ava and Jonah. And they were watching a movie cloudy with a chance of meatballs too, which is great. <laughs> by the way, Children's movies are super entertaining. Leo, who's two years old. He is a rebel rouser as they say. And he oh. was dancing crazy on the coffee table. And I said, Leo, John, I had asked him a number of times to please be seated or do something else. I said, Leo, John, you can sit and watch the movie or we can go to bed. And he looked at me and I said, yep, you can sit and watch the movie or we can go to bed. And he just looked at me and he leaned in and he said, Mickey Mouse. (laughs) That's what he wanted to watch. And it made me laugh, 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 laugh. So I discipline, but in my heart, I really don't care. I'm just trying to um, create a little peace. Sometimes Zach and I will discipline and Rachel, Rachel goes, ah, one more chance for them. And I'm like, no, I do do that. I do do that (laughs) all over the board. I wouldn't say I'm consistent with it, but I'm not a parent. So I don't really know. You don't care. It doesn't matter. Um, I listen to some parenting podcasts that Hannah and our mom send me just because I'm going to add to the conversation. So she can add to the combo. Yes. I want to relate. I want to relate. Um, Speaking of, I would say, you know, the more time we spend together throughout our adult life, um, the more we realize that we have some distinct talents and um, 
gifts that maybe one another aren't necessarily blessed in in that area naturally. Um, so today, to bless our audience, um, we're going to point out a skill or talent that one another have, and then ask each other to offer um, three hacks around that skill or talent that we noticed about each other. Love that. So I'll start with you. Um, a skill or talent that you have, Chach, is making a room functional and comfortable. And I have always envied your ability to just change things up in a room, um, like rearranging furniture. Um, so dig into that a little bit. You don't have to be humble. Tell us how you do it. Wow. Thank you. Love that. Um, Okay, so a couple of, couple of thoughts I have on rooms and functionality of rooms. And I'm a closet, like, home decor obsessed girl. So, hello. Here I am being honest with you. Um, one major thing, and I recently shared this with Hannah, and I noticed that she had an aha moment, is I said, if something is not a part of your daily life, it should not have like a prominent space in your home. So for example, shoes, if it's April, as it is now, and you still have your winter shoes out and they're blocking the door and you're tripping over them and they're getting in your way, put the winter shoes away. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's just an example. Or another thing, if you have like a ton of blankets in your living room from winter, you can wash those babies, roll them up and put them away for a couple of months. Just make space for the things that you're using every day. Um, that would be my first tip. That is, yeah, that was an aha moment for me. Not <laughs> that we really have winter shoes here in Austin, but other things. And you know what, actually another thing that I have kind of like, I think people struggle with is coffee mugs. <laughs> oh yeah. Too many. Everyone's too many. You don't need 45 coffee mugs. You do not need 45 coffee mugs. And I get that people collect them. I think that's, I think that's great. I think to like have them on display is fun. And usually coffee mugs are a gift. So they have, they hold some sentimental value and whatnot, but you, I mean, say you're using one coffee mug a day and you, and you only wash your dishes once a week. And you only need seven coffee. That's 14 mugs max. You know what I mean? Right. Not a mug. That that's maximum. I think 14 is maximum mugs. Hashtag that. Um, is that a hack or does that go with the, the first one? Uh, it's a bridge. It's a bridge. <laughs> okay. In between the two. Um, another thing that I love to do and that I love to suggest is rearranging your furniture, especially your main living spaces. And we have, um, there's a couple of friends of ours who come over more often than others. And I don't know why I phrased that that way. We just have a couple regular, couple regular peeps that come over and- um, Your pod, your corn pod. pod. Your corn, corn pod, yeah. Small groups, don't worry. Um, well, whatever. <laughs> So it is, it's funny to me how they often remark on, oh, you rearranged since we were last here, you know, and it, it may have been like a couple of weeks or a month or something. And I love when people say that because I'm like, sure did. Um, but for me, and we have a, a smaller living room. And so I just think, I just think it's a great way to like 
fluff the pillows, get the crumbs, do some vacuuming, do some dusting, move things around, move your plants around. If they're not doing well where they are, they might need a new happy home. Rearranging, love it. I think it's really important for living rooms. I think it's really important for bedrooms and even kitchens if you can. I've rearranged Hannah's main floor, especially her kitchen area, I think twice. Yeah. And mom's probably done twice. So it's probably about been rearranged about five times. <laughs> we love it. I get that from Tam. And, um, I don't know, do you, what, what would my third tip be? I would say, well, I would say, I just wanted to add on to your rearranging and it goes with the first one is that you have a access to a porch, but it's kind of like inconvenient sometimes, especially if you're not using the porch in the winter. So you right. kind of cover the access in the winter, but then you open up the access in the summer. Yes. Yes. There's, there's, we don't have very many, we have a lot, we have windows, a porch door, a, a fireplace. I'm looking at everything in the room right now. We don't have a lot of like open walls for things. So I think all the more reason just to mix it up because um, in the winter, we kind of cover that porch door. And in the summer, sometimes we kind of don't make the fireplace as prominent. So we have, that's, you know, that's our, that's our furniture philosophy, if you will, going off of earlier this month's um, food theme. So yes. And then I would say a third tip. Can I, I don't know if you have one in mind, but can I say one time you and mom called me surface cleaner versus a deep cleaner? So is your third tip around deep cleaning? Oh my, that must have really hit home because I don't even remember saying that, but I do believe um, that to be somewhat true. (laughs) Still? (laughs) No, I think you, you ebb and flow, you ebb and flow. I, I, I don't think I'm like the best deep cleaner in the world, but um, when I go at it, wow, don't, don't stop me. I've said that before. And poor Kyle, if I'm in the cleaning mode and he tries to like say hello, <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare. Um, I will say, I will say, I think this is kind of, this is part of your philosophy too, but I think tidying is really important, especially at night. Like, do your morning self a favor and tidy up your main spaces, um, whether that's after dinner, before you go to bed, set the pillows up nice, you know, make sure there's not clutter on the counter so that when you wake up, you can just like give yourself this gift of a tidy situation. Um, that's a tip. And then, yeah, I think deep cleaning is important. Um, I wouldn't say I'm the best at it. I don't know that I could give tips on that, but um I, I think you're a great cleaner, sis. I, I hope you didn't take that to heart. Honestly, you said it when you and mom deep cleaned my house before Ava was born or like while I was in the hospital in labor. So like you couldn't have said anything that offended me because I got to come home to a beautiful, immaculate house. And I was like, I really am not a deep cleaner. Look at this place. <laughs> we recently did that again. Was that when Nellie was born? Which, yeah, I think so. I think the kids were all sleeping and you had, you were like on chairs doing dust, dusting in corners and, and things of that yeah, nature. I went outside. I was washing windows. I was doing, I was doing floorboards. I love a good, like impromptu floorboard scrub. I mean, there's nothing. Oh yeah. Nothing better. <laughs> um, and we had purchased a, a few beers, which you don't usually have in your house. And that also made me feel like I deserve 
the beers that I was drinking while I was cleaning because it was refreshing and it was kind of hot. And I was like, I got to work hard so that I can drink this beer recreationally while I clean Hannah. (laughs) Got to stay hydrated. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So something I've observed in you that I really um, appreciate and would love to hear your perspective on is how do you maintain calmness in the chaos? Mm-hmm. Yes, this is, um, this is a truth and I'm glad that I give the vibe that I'm calm. Um, <laughs> a lot of times my head is thinking about the next thing. And so it's something that I focus on is like to be calm and be present and be patient. Um, and so I'm glad that that looks like that. Um, when we talked a little bit about this episode yesterday, um, I thought of maybe giving a tip in, um, of, of couple realms. So one of the realms is in the home. One of the realms is if you have kids and the other realm is for yourself. So in the home, honestly, you covered it with, um, like getting the, the house ready the night before or preparing for your day. And we get before. that from our mom. A lot of people do that, but some people don't. And I think it just, a, it's a game changer, um, to get the morning, the day started off, right. Mm-hmm. Um, But also I would add to that and say little messes in the moment are so much easier to handle than big messes um, when you seriously feel like you don't have time. So like, right. I can do, like you said, surface cleaning, but I can do quick sweeps and um, sink rinses and um, even, you know, Zach will make fun of me because like, I won't leave the house for church until X is done. And it's like, we're going to be late. And I'd be like, I'd rather be two minutes late to wherever I'm going and like walk back into a good situation. Um, mm. I still try to not be late, but <laughs> if possible, I like weigh the, I weigh the cost benefit. And I'm like, I want to come home to a good situation because that's going to give me peace of mind the whole time that I'm out at my thing. And I come back and it's nice. Um, so in the moment, um, little messes, I would say. hundred percent. Do you, do you agree with that? Do you do, do you practice that philosophy? Yes. Um, there is nothing worse than getting up in the morning and there being like a pizza pan with a pepperoni on the oven from the night before. And we're not perfect at it, but oh my gosh, like, I don't want to see that pizza pan in the daylight. I saw it in the Mm -hmm. evening night and that works for me, but I don't want to see a pan in the morning light. 100 P 100%. I mean, my friends would like to say honey pee for a hundred percent. Honey pee. Yeah. You guys are so honey pee. Um, another thing, me and my friends, <laughs> shout out to the group chat. Shout out to my friends. Um, okay. And these are two other, um, hacks around preparation for kids, lunch, pre lunch packing. Mom took this to the extreme where she did like 20 bags of carrots on Sundays, 20 chips, 20, whatever. Um, if you listen to our April episode, um, Natalie doesn't give her kids the same food for lunch every day. So, (laughs) so I don't give my kids the same food for lunch every day. No, I'm kidding. Um, I have something to eliminate waste and that, um, would be metal, like lunch tins, dividers, uh, for my kids called like, it starts with a B. They're so cute. Bobo box or 
boxes. Yeah, bento boxes, metal bento boxes. That's what they're called. Uh, they're fairly expensive, but they've been such a great um, addition to the lunch routine. I have a set of three for each of the kids. So I don't have enough to make the five lunches for the week, but I have in my mind Sundays and Wednesdays. And on Sundays, I'll make the three, Sunday through Wednesday. And then Wednesday, I'll make Thursday, Friday. Um, and it is, it feels like I'm saving the planet or helping the planet because we don't, they don't have any plastic in their lunches or paper usually either. Um, and also just like, what a stress relief to be able to walk in from school, take out the old tin, put in the new tin in their lunch bag, put it in the fridge and it's done. Voila. Voila. So that's for, for parents of kids who attend school and need a lunch. And, but we've also adopted the philosophy on a weekend too. Like we'll, we'll pack in that way um, and take a couple tins to the park or whatever. It might Can be. I take this moment to thank mom for making our lunch every day? Oh, one honey pee. Kindergarten through high school, five kids. I know. It's like. Can we take a moment? So I love that she did that. And I would also love to make my kids help me with the lunches eventually or have that be somebody's job. We weren't very helpful. No, we weren't. If I had we to make a lunch. put our underwear in our drawer. You know what I mean? Like, that's all if she I wanted to make us. a lunch, don't even, don't even expect there to not be a fight. Be like, mom, do you know how busy I am? <laughs> yeah, that's a lot to ask. <laughs> You're trying to get me to make my lunch. I'm so busy. I'm in high school. Yeah. Um, no. But yeah. wow, mom, thank you. I just want thank to- you, mom. Perspective, perspective. Okay, and then the last one uh, for myself because a, a lot of times I get, how do you have time to work out? Like, how do you have time to take care of yourself? Um, and a couple things around that is I found like you love orange theory. I found the things that I love and that is running and swimming. And this, I love to swim outside in the sunshine. So oftentimes I will look at the weather forecast for the week. Um, and I'll match it up with a, a free time that I might have at that time, but I might not have later if I don't plan for it. And then I put that as the priority instead of other things and the, the work calendar and the, even some of the, like the family life calendar is built around my personal um, me time goal, fitness goals or whatever, because it does feel like me time to me. Um, Zach and I do the same thing. We usually run long on Sundays. And so, you know, the week before or a few nights before we kind of hash out who's doing first shift, who's doing second shift with the kids. So the other person can do their long run. Um, and just that kind of communication with whoever, uh, else is invested in your schedule, whether it's a a friend or a spouse or your family, um, prior communication. So they know you're out. Um, if you have control over your work schedule and can, and move blocks around, uh, do it in advance and then, enjoy it while you have the chance. Like whenever, if I'm like rushing down to the pool and then when I get there, I take a second to be like, this is so awesome. You arranged your day so you can do this. So enjoy it. Yeah. And I think, yeah, just like anything that's important to us that we make time for, that's something I, I, I don't think people mentally think like, oh, let me save an hour to go do this 
exercise or workout that's important to me because I know that that'll make the rest of my day better. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Be proactive instead of reactive when it comes to the things that matter to you. Oh, so good. We could put that on a sticker as well. I'm, I'm keeping tabs of things. You know, I'm coming off fresh of the TED talk that I'm doing about uh, basically time management. So um, we can make that available to the hack heads as it comes out, but (laughs) I've got a lot of hot tips. For urban, yeah, for urban education. For urban educators, yeah. Hannah is your girl. Well, we are, that's it for now. You know, this is a mini-sode. It's called a mini-sode for a reason. Um, That's it. What do you think, sis? You want to say bye? Yes, I'd like to say say goodbye to the hackheads. Thank you for listening. Gratitude started with gratitude, end it with gratitude. End it. Start it and end it. Full circle. Gratitude sandwich. Bye. Good one. If you enjoyed this mini episode of Sister Hack, make sure to stay connected by listening to full episodes of Sister Hack at the beginning of each month, as well as following the sisters on Instagram at Sister Hack Podcast. 